the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. We're on Facebook Live. If you want to go to Facebook Live, Randy Adams, and hit like on it. Hit like on Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Go to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Give me feedback if you like this show. Um, but tell everybody that uh, we're on Facebook Live, Randy Adams. Make sure that uh, – tell some friends to watch it. If you like this show, tell 20 people I want to buy their vehicle in any kind of condition. I had a guy ask me the other day, said, you buy any kind of condition? What do you do with the junk? I said, I've got people that need the junk, and they're good, hardworking people, and I help them out. But let's take it to the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, I give you the praise and the glory for the ability and talent on each and every person that's listening. And this is your show. Help me, O Lord. Lead me, guide me, touch me, direct me. Have the Holy Spirit say the right things and, and help me. Because this is your show. You've given me the desire. You've given me the ability and the talent. But I want these every one of these listeners to make a better decision in what they're purchasing. Understand what triggers their purchasing desires. And ask this all in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Uh, a lot of people have asked me questions on Facebook. I try to stay up. If you've got a question, you can sure ask it on Facebook. I'd be glad to uh, Hello, Bobby and Noel. Uh, be glad to answer it if it's on Facebook, or you can give us a call. We have open lines here. I won't embarrass you. There's no dumb questions. There's a million different questions, a million different situations in the car business. Number here is 210-340-9585. Get pen and paper because I'll give you my mobile. You can call me anytime, 210, here at the station Give us a call, 210-340-9585. Also, if you miss something on this show or you want to listen to it again or if you want to tell your family or your friends to listen, it's going to be on Freedom 1160 at 1 p.m. That's Freedom 1160 at 1 p.m., a replay of this show. Tell your friends. But if you got any questions, uh, go to Facebook. Ask them or if you don't want to call in. But we want to answer your questions. You know, you're just like everybody else. We're all in a situation. The car dealers are doing productive because... They buy what they can afford. They don't put a lot of miles on it. They keep switching. Uh, they know when to buy, not to buy. They know where to buy, what kind of car, uh, and they're making money. You know, my mother told me years ago, back when I was, I don't know, 14, 15 years old, she says, make money with your hobby. Well, make money on what you're driving. And that's a tough situation for the public because they get in these long terms of of payments. And I'm talking about they're looking at now going to 84 to 120 payments because nobody wants to own a vehicle. They just want a small payment and, you know, get rid of it later on. Leases are the worst thing you can do. Uh, they're advertising so much. These these owners of these businesses think it's the greatest thing in the world because they write it off. You know, they think they're writing the whole thing off. You write off what your your uh, tax uh, bracket is, is what you do. So if you're at 25 percent, you're going to write off 25 percent to 75 percent. You're going to take a loss on. Hello, Ken. And so uh, but. I ran across something uh, this morning in Galatians 4.17. Those people are zealous to win you over, but for no good. You know, these, these, those people they're talking about there is trying to switch the believers over and 
but they had they appealed to believers. They appealed to people who are working hard. And we're talking about salespeople. We're talking about how they want to push your button, say you what they want to sell you, and and make as much money as they can. So they're going to say and do anything that they can. And they appeal to the believers because the believers want to do right. Everybody wants a new ride, but can they afford it? What fits your budget? What fits your lifestyle? They're they're wrong in lying. I'm talking about the salespeople. They're wrong in lying, and their motives were selfish all the time. They're selfish because they want all the money, and they don't care about you. See, they collect the money from the banks or whoever finances this deal. The car dealers walk off. It's it's their problem, not my problem. I don't care what I said before. Now the bank's got to handle it. Now the credit union's got to handle it, and I don't care. The car dealer walks off clean and, and, oh, man, so happy. I've got my money. I don't care what happens. I don't care if they pay for it. I don't care if it breaks down. Now it's their problem. So they don't mind their lying and their selfish motives. Salespeople are trained to be respective and persuasive. And uh, the Christians and the and the people who believe in God they need to check their buying needs, their purchasing needs, by the Bible. We need more of that to understand what's right and wrong, to be the best person we'd be. You know, we're on this earth a short amount of time. It's unbelievable. Um, seemed like yesterday I was 20 and now I'm 70. And time has flown by. And I wasted and I was nonproductive for so many years. And I look back to when people were trying to tell me to save for retirement. I never dreamed I'd be this old. I never dreamed I'd live this long, but I never thought about it. And so we're making decisions today that won't pay off tomorrow. We're letting people be respected. Well, they, they showed me respect. And they're sure persuasive. They're wanting to sell me something. They're taking care of me. They want me to have no problems for the next two years. Well, that no problems, you run out of warning, and then, then it's yours, and if you don't have extended warning. And just like the guy that called in on the radio show, my other stations, one of my other stations, and he was telling me, I've got extended warning on all my cars, my, you know, but he buys used cars, and he's, he's an F&I guy, so he can sell himself that extended warning, but he sells it tremendously cheaper than what he would sell to you if, if you walked into the dealership. Give us a call here, 210-340-9585. So check your your bank, check your credit union. Most of these banks and credit unions are starting to sell extended warranties. They want to protect their loan. They're seeing the value of protecting their loan. They don't want you broke down. They understand that if, if there's a big cost and you're not protected, they're not going to get their loan paid off. And it depends on how you drive. I was talking to, after men's Bible study the other night. I was talking to a couple of gentlemen, and one of them's driving a car that's got a bad reputation. But him and his wife take care of it. They maintenance, and they don't drive it rough. But some of these young people don't know how to take care of a car, don't know how to drive. They zip in, out of traffic. They slam on the brakes. They take off fast. They don't change the oil regularly. And those kind of cars, if you, they're real finicky, and you've got to take care of them. So you've got to understand what's going on. And Facebook, if you've got any questions, Brian, uh, Ken, anybody's got any questions, Ahmad, uh, give us a put it on Facebook. I'd be glad to answer any questions there. But we, the market is is high right now. But income tax checks looks like they're dying out. So when that deal deal happens, the next thirty days, cars will will settle back down. Then I'm talking about the cars that are five to ten thousand dollars. But uh, I've had so many auctions, so many new car dealer people ask me, "What's going on in the business?" I think we priced ourselves out of the market, and new car manufacturers have priced ourselves out of the market. That's why they've got the big rebates. Why do we have rebates? Because sales are slow, and they've realized that the public can't afford these tremendous prices for these vehicles. So they're giving big rebates, and they're cutting their prices back because the manufacturers keep building, and they, they can't eat them. they got to sell them. And so they're talking about closing plants down, laying people off. The president's out there. He's working hard trying to keep the plants up and going, trying to figure a way. He's a businessman. Politicians, 
they'd have their hand out, just like our mayor. I'll tell you what, I listened to our mayor this week. Uh, he's the slickest communist I've ever seen in my life. He's a, Well, look at his policies. They match George Soros. I believe George Soros is behind him 100%, helping him got elected, spent the money and everything else. But politicians are like car salespeople. We don't care what we say. And we don't care if it's the truth. We just want to be smooth and persuasive. We want to show respect and, yeah, we really care about you. If they cared about us, they wouldn't have the policies they have. You know, if you want to build a good reputation, it's not on what you say. It's what you do. And that's the problem that we're we're going through all businesses nowadays, all the politicians nowadays. They don't care what they say. And their actions don't follow what they say. And their actions don't follow the Bible. Their actions don't follow the best for you. Oh, they talk about the big game. But how are they going to pay for it? They don't care. It's your money. We elect these people and they go brain dead. Well, we believe people. We believe them and we won't believe the best out of them. And they're not wanting to produce the best. They don't want to do the best. They don't want to do what's right. They want to do what the party says. And so here we go with the car dealers. How does that fit? Salespeople. I had a salesman uh, that sold a friend of his, and, man, they buried him. They, this poor guy, he owes 20000 too much. And so he's mad at the salesperson because he thought they were friends. They've known each other for a long time. And I explained to him, I said, Bobby, I said, here's the problem. The owners and the managers demand that kind of money. And they're telling the salesperson what to do, what to get, what they'll go for. And it's all trained. It's all money. The the car business is, their God is money, is profit. And it's big profit. And it's bragging profit. And and that's what they want. They want to brag to everybody how much money they're making. And, And it happens every day. So you got to be prepared mentally, physically, and spiritually for that battle for your budget, your money. And they'll say whatever they say. Hey, they're, they need to have Academy Awards for car salesmen because some of them deserve one. They think you think they're the best friend in the world. They're so respectable. They're so friendly. They're so helping. They're so caring. And then all of a sudden you walk out of that dealership and you owe way too much money on a vehicle you're going to pay for the next seven years. See, we don't think about how long the note is. We've signed that contract, and we're so excited, but we don't realize how, how, what's the average you keep a car, three years, five years? And then now all of a sudden you've got a note for seven or eight years? And you don't think about... What's going to happen in seven years down the road? Where am I going to be in seven years down the road? Am I still going to have the same job seven years down the road? Am I still going to be working for the same company, or am I going to lose my job for a while? A lot of these oil field people can tell you, I bought lots of high-dollar trucks that people had big money down, big cash down, and they lost it all, and they sold their trucks, and some of them had to get side notes. Some had to take a loss. And, you know, and when you're paying seventy, seventy-five thousand dollars for a truck and we're giving forty, so who's there's thirty thousand, thirty-five thousand dollars difference. And that's not counting taxes that you paid for. You gotta remember all these units, the same vehicle can taxes can be paid four, five, six times. Uh I saw a fourteen model the other day uh that we had, and it had been sold six times in five years. And it really wasn't, it was really four years old, but it had been sold six times. And Man, where did I come, what happens to all that tax money? Here, the same car had been paid tax money on selling, <clears throat> on transfer, six times. <clears throat> so at $70,000, you're paying a whole lot of tax money. And I'm talking about, you know, it's six it's over 6%, but it's 6%, that's $4,200. So that tax money's gone. They lose 30000 on the vehicle when they lose their job and they got to sell it. All that money's gone. What could you do with $40,000? What could that guy have done with 40000 <clears throat> He could have bought him a truck for a lot less money and had it paid for. 
But oh no, we we listen to salespeople because they're convinced us this is the best way to go. This is what you need. This is what you can afford. Easy payments. Oh, how many times have you heard easy payments? And then, you know, things don't go right. Health don't go right. I'm living proof. I thought I was doing great last year. All of a sudden, December 15th, they got to split me open and do a triple bypass. Well, it scared my family. It didn't scare me because I was either going to wake up at the hospital or heaven, one of the two. I wasn't worried about it. And so, you know, my life, I'm giving back, and I have give a lot back, and I want to give back, and I want to be your mentor, and I want to be your teacher. I want you to think about what triggers your purchases, what makes you do, why do you listen to these people. You know, a lot of them dress for the, for the occasion, dress for the job. The guys in the suit, we think, well, they're, they're specialists. I mean, anybody can buy a suit. You can go find a guy living on the street and put him in a suit and shave him and clean him. You think he's an authority on something. So the guys in the suit, you believe, all oh, these are guys are really, are they dressing up to fit to act? Are they working on their Academy Award or what? They're working on that they're an expert? Are they been trained enough where it really sounds like they're an expert? But are they an expert on helping you or helping the company? You know, there's a fine line in, in making money. On cars, you want them to make money. We want every one of them to make something, but we don't want them to rip you off. We don't want them that those guys that make thirty, forty percent. And there's people out there that do that. I mean, I've I've been in lots of dealerships that they've made ten thousand dollars after pack. So pack's two thousand dollars. So they actually made twelve thousand dollars. Now, how hard do you work for twelve thousand? How much income tax do you have to pay to pay twelve thousand? I was talking to a gentleman the other day, and he said, well, your cars are cheaper. I said, yeah, because I want you to pay for it and have something of value and take it and trade and buy something else. He said, well, that same, this same truck I'm looking at down the street is uh, 8000 higher. I said, well, how would you like to pay 26% interest because your credit's bad on $8,000 profit? See, that's what you've got to look at at buy here, pay here. You've got to look at that at these new car dealerships, what kind of interest rates you're paying. Too many people walk into dealerships and don't ask what the interest rate is on their contract. That's why you need to go to learntobuyandsellcars.com and be sure and get your loan lined up. Know what you can afford that fits your budget, your lifestyle. Hey, make plans for the future. And if, you, if you've got a car paid for, make payments to yourself. But you need to know what your credit score is. Go to ftc.gov and know what your credit score is exactly and clean it up. Look at it. Make sure nobody's stealing your identity. That My son... They were trying to steal his identity uh, not long ago. They called me and wanted to verify that he worked for him, and I said, what's this all about? Well, he's buying a new truck. I said, I don't think he's buying a new truck. I know him. I see him every day. He works for me. I said, but he's not buying a new truck. you got something wrong there. Some people were stealing his, his identity to buy a new truck. Now, the big new game nowadays, folks, is that they'll steal your identity buy the truck and go sell it, go strip it, do all kinds of stuff with it, and it disappears and it comes back on you. And it's amazing how many thieves are working the deal out there. Good morning, Connie and Barry. Uh, And it's amazing how many thieves work so hard on on stealing. And they're working on stealing your, your identity, buying this vehicle, and it disappears. Does it get sold to a salvage yard? Does it get sold? I mean, if you buy a new diesel, and these people are buying a new diesel, so what's a brand-new diesel engine transmission laying out on the floor? These people cash them out, sell the bodies, sell everything off of the body parts. What's the wheels and the tires and the what about the bed? They must part them out because they're disappearing. I had an official for the state give us a class on it and watch it because, here, this could have happened to my son. And if they didn't happen to call me, if, they'd, if I hadn't have said, now, hold it, what's going on? That could have slipped by. Those people could have bought that brand-new Ford diesel and, and stripped it down, gathered the money, and it would go back on his credit when it disappeared.
And some of them are smart enough to make a payment or two, they say. This is the state talking about it because it's happened so much. So you've got to watch out for your credit. Watch out if somebody's trying to steal your identity. Clean it up. Go to the bank. Get your business handled. Deal with somebody who will tell you the truth. I know the guys that tell the truth. I know every one of them because I deal with them. And there's lots of dealers that will tell you the truth. There's a lot of them that won't. Amazing how many are working hard. You know, and the good old boys, they're still around, a few of them. And I deal with them. And, but there's so many of them out there that it used to be 80% told the truth. Now I think it's 20%. Yes, they need, they need to make money. Yes, they got to get their volume up. Yes, we want them to make money. And, but we don't want you to get ripped off. They deserve profit because it takes a lot of money to open up these dealerships. But deal with somebody. If you've got any doubt, walk away. You know, there's so many of them up there that will tell the truth. But you've got to know. You've got to do your homework. You've got to understand what's going on in the business, understand what you can afford, and buy what you can afford. Don't buy what they, they're twisting you off on. You know, a vehicle's got to be productive for you. It's got to get you to and back from work, handle your family needs. Some of these guys, they buy stuff to work out of. And they got to have a vehicle that works. And they got to take care of it, and so you got to be productive with the vehicle that you that you're buying. And if you're not productive with it, if it's not any use to it, it's a waste. I've got a buddy of mine that wants to borrow five hundred thousand dollars. He's asked me if I know anybody to loan him five hundred. He's got seven hundred thousand dollars worth of toys. He's got a Ferrari he hadn't put but a, a thousand miles on. He's got a brand new. A uh, 15 Corvette convertible that's got less than under a thousand dollars. I said, get your priorities straight. You need a half a million to keep your business going. Sell your toys. Oh, I don't want to sell my toys. Is pride? You know, I gotta have this Ferrari. I gotta have this Corvette. I gotta have this H1. I gotta have this. I gotta have that. This boy's got. I'm telling you, it's hard to believe, but he got seven hundred thousand dollars worth of toys and don't want to sell them and needing the money. Now I said you're gonna borrow five hundred thousand, gonna cost you fifty thousand a year in interest. Now what's fifty thousand dollars? You got to go out and make fifty thousand just to pay the interest on it. Don't you understand? And he said, "Well, I said pride will cost you money. It's gonna cost him money. Pride will cost you money in purchasing. Pride will cost you money in relationships. Pride will cost you money in everything that you do." You got to get the pride out. You got to humble yourself. You got to be thankful what you've got, content what you got. And here's this guy. I don't understand him. I've known him 30 years, done business with him for 30 years. He's a good guy, honest guy, honestly. But he's got himself tied up with the pride of owning something. And he's, he puts them in this big building and shines them up. He got people that take care of that. What about insurance? What about loss of value? That brand new Corvette's not worth what it was when he bought it brand new. That new, that Ferrari is not worth 230000 like anymore that like he paid for it. You know, and he's got stuff that he could turn into cash. Pride will cost you heartache. Pride will cost you everything that, that you, you're hoping to gain, and it'll go the wrong way. I want you to take the pride, selfishness, greed, um, unforgiveness. Unforgiveness will mess up your mind. If you got something against somebody and they buy something, you'll have more to go beat them. I'm going to buy something nicer than them. I'm going to show them. You know, I, I was talking to some people, and this one guy, they didn't know it, but he inherited some money. So he bought himself a brand-new truck. He'd never owned a new one. Bought his wife a brand-new car. So everybody working with him wanted to go out and buy something. They didn't know his situation. They didn't know what was going on in his life. If you inherited what he could inherit, inherited, you could have done it too. But this guy still worked, and they didn't know it. He kept it quiet. This is Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Give me a call. Uh, we buy work trucks, big trucks, uh, Peterbilts. We buy good, the bad, the ugly. It don't matter. I want nice cars. I want bad cars. Uh, you get a free appraisal if you go to Randy Adams, Inc., or go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. Or give me a call. Here's my mobile, 830 708 
4789. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly, so give me a call. I'll give you a free appraisal. Go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. Uh, we're going to try to put the buy, uh, podcast on there. Also, if you want to email me some questions or if there's any questions you want to put on Facebook, we'd be glad to answer them because, hey, we're all in this world together. We need to help each other. We need to mentor each other. We need to be the best we can be. We're going to uh, take a quick break. We'll be back in three or four minutes. Facebook, I'll be back in three or four minutes. Thank you for tuning in. God bless you. I love you, everybody. Thanks to you, San Antonio and South Texas. 2017 was another successful year at North Park Toyota of San Antonio. Hi, this is Merle Gothard, General Manager of North Park Toyota of San Antonio. And you, too, can take advantage of our better bottom-line posted pricing on over 750 available new and pre-owned Toyotas. We research the market, and then we post our lowest price on every car, truck, and SUV every day. Then we back that price with sales and service excellence from the only dealer in Texas to earn Toyota's President's Award nine years in a row. No games, no gimmicks, just our better bottom line posted price. And remember, we don't mark them up just to mark them down. Our market-based posted pricing, the financing you deserve, and full market value for your trade-in, and our attention to customers' needs have made North Park Toyota a dealer that delivers. Come see how we deliver the North Park way at North Park Toyota of San Antonio, I-35 South Exit 144 Fisher Road, and 24 hours a day at NorthParkToyota.com. We'll be back with more of Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Now back to Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Thank you, uh, Shemaya. Thank you, Baron. Thank you, Michael. Everybody that works with me here at KSLR, they won't... They want you to be educated. They want you to understand what's going on. They want to understand yourself, what's going on in the business, the changes in the business, the violations in the business, uh, the growth in the business. I mean, you know, I remember when dealerships were two, three million. Now they're 40, 50, 100 million. It's big money. Be sure and give us a call here at 210 340 That's 210 210- Three four zero ninety five eighty five. Get pen and paper. We're going to talk about. Uh, I'll give you my phone number again, and uh, and so you can give me a call anytime. Any question, anything. Find out what your car's worth. Uh, I want to buy it. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Working on a bunch of stuff right now. Thank you, listeners. Tell twenty people about you know uh, what you what you want to do. Tell 20 people that you've listened to my show and that you're trying to improve on your purchasing. You want to improve on understanding the car business, understanding the loss, understand what's happening, understand when you walk into these dealerships. And so we got a caller online. We've got Carlos. Hello, Carlos. Good morning, Randy. Good morning to you. This is Carlos. Thank you, Carlos. Carlos. Let me ask you something, Randy. Yes, sir. Uh, thank you for the radio station because all the you know the, all the, the help they give you. And right. thank you to you, Randy. I much better after the surgery. The reason I bother you, I have a friend with me right now. She went to buy a car to the small car dealer, and and this girl and the, one of these couple, she's pregnant. She go and buy a car for they give you four thousand dollars down, two thousand fourteen or fifteen Nissan. And then later came to me, and I went to a friend of mine. He's a car dealer, and they scanned the car, and the car is total loss. They oh, total loss. Yeah, okay. And so right now, they come to me. Ligo, if you don't in the in the paper you're supposed to sign, they have to tell you the car is total loss. That's right. Oh, you know. And my point is, what they can do right now because the, the dealer is playing stupid, Mister Randy. Well, they they've done it wrong. Number one. And uh, they they probably didn't own that car for much more than that four thousand. Nissan's the resale value on Nissan's is not very good. Number one, and especially if they their total loss previous you know been in a bad accident and somebody's put it back together, she needs to uh, go to get a lawyer or go to the state. And does she have her bill of sale? Yes, she has the bill. And it doesn't say anything about total loss on it. Nothing, sir. Nothing. And later, well, she's uh, she's got them. 
uh, that can be a, a sad situation. The right lawyer in that deal will get triple damages, and they could they could get triple damages on the vehicle uh, and what she's paid in, and maybe even the total price. The right lawyer, because there's there's laws against people taking advantage of other people. And uh, did she get a Carfax with the car or an auto check? No, 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 no. The company is with me right now, and and the no, they they say uh, they just no, they say there was there was a, when they were signing the paper, the guy couldn't explain any every one of the papers. Well, what what happens in the car business? We have a lot of dealers going to the auctions that look for cars with bad Carfaxes and look for cars like that that they can buy super cheap, and when they buy them super cheap. They tell the people, oh, I don't have a Carfax. But all the dealers have the the availability because of the auctions. They buy at the auctions, and they buy cars with bad Carfaxes or bad auto checks, and then they ask for full retail price, and they bought the car three, 4000 cheaper than the market. So they end up making six to eight, $10,000 on the car. And in that situation, they might have made as much as twelve or fifteen thousand on that car. So, with the right, with the right lawyer, with the right state people coming down on them, uh, they can get their money back plus some. And and so you've got to you've got to stay on top of them and let, and understand that you know you're going to they you can sue them. You can get a lawyer and sue them, or the, you can go to the state and say, hey, this is what I want back. And and we've got attorney generals on at the state. You've got uh, the dealers association. But the problem with the dealers association, and I'm a member of it and have been forever, and I was a director forever. Um, they're they're not they don't have enough strength to help the the they're there to help the dealer, not the individual. So you need to go talk to the attorney general if you can't get a lawyer to handle the deal, or you need to talk to. Uh, Somebody in the state, and if you don't get any, get my mobile at eight three zero seven zero eight four seven eight nine, and I'll give you who in the state. I can't help you, but the state somebody can or a lawyer can, and it can be a tough situation because a lot of dealers are doing this, and that's how they make their living. They don't sell many cars, but they go out to the auction and they buy one super cheap, and then they overcharge the public for it, and they'll tell them, "Oh, I don't do." Carfax. I don't do auto check. They do. They got it on their phone. If they walk in that in the auction, the auction will set it up on their phone so they can look it up. And they do have availability. They just want to lie about it. And that's what probably this dealer did. He knew he knew exactly what he was doing, and he was lying about it. You know, the point is, she's pregnant. She's stepping the brake, sir. And the few beds they're not working, the whole car is repaying and checking already. Well, it's been and hit hard, Carlos. It's been hit hard. They probably bought it. They might have bought it out of the salvage yard. And that's even more because anything that you anything that you fix, you're supposed to keep a record of it and show the customer. And that's why a lot of new car dealers with minor accidents won't work on a car or they won't keep it because they have to uh, tell the customer. Uh, there's a lot of new car dealers that call me that a car's been wrecked, that their body shop fixed. Uh, about 20 years ago, I was dealing with a dealership that uh, Penske owned and owns right now in Round Rock. And uh, the used car manager I'd trained years ago and helped him out a bunch, and he was catching a lot of heat. And I said, what's the problem? He said, well, these our body shop does the work on it, and Penske hadn't got it turned over and, and the work getting done, done better. They bring it over here, and the work's bad. And I tell these people the body work's terrible, and it was before Carfax, and the body work's terrible, and I'm not going to hardly give you much for the car. And so the people would blow up because their body shop fixed it. And so a lot of body shops that are at the dealerships, they don't want to sell a car that they'd fix because they have to tell the customer they're the ones fixed it and what the extent of the money could. I've got a car right now that I bought and I fixed, and I've got pictures of it, and, I've, and the damage that I fixed was, was 7200 
and that wasn't much. The airbags didn't go off. I got proof on all of that. I can back up if I sell this car. A new one's 50000 and I can sell this car for 23 It's half price. And so dealers are working so hard. Hello, David. And, and uh, so hard about doing it the wrong way they could do it the right way and do and make their living and you know but greed will come in on the car dealer and they want to be the biggest and the best and make the most and take advantage of people and this lady was taken advantage of this sounds like this vehicle's not safe carlos little my friend is with me right now said good morning guys good morning good morning good morning and uh the point is i think he's not bad you know in the way i see it can, may I give him your telephone number and they can bother you? It's very nice. Couple. Well, they they, they need to find number one. I'd I'd check with a lawyer and and tell them okay. the situation and see what they could do because, like I say, if there's fraud in this deal and there should, then it sounds like fraud. It could be triple damages. Okay, you know, sir. and and if the dealer bought it from somebody else and they've got proof that they could look it up, and they should have. I mean, all dealers got means of Carfax and auto check, and uh, if they don't, they shouldn't be in the business. And if they tell the customers they don't use it, they're lying. And, you know, they do, because they're, they're not going to buy a car that's totaled out and pay re- full full value on it. And that, She wants to ask a question. Yes. She wants to ask you. If the dealer finances me a vehicle and specifically – does not disclose um, that it's a um, salvaged title. Right. Is that considered fraud? Yes, it is. Okay. Well, then, dead don't rise. Yeah, well, they, and this happens all over this town constantly. We've had a bunch of calls. Other people called in. A lady paid her car off, and they gave her the title, and it said salvaged title on it. And she, and here the car, she had paid a lot of money for it, and the car was a wreck. And it, she had spent a fortune on it the last three years making payments and fixing it. And good morning, Roger. And she had so many problems with it. But it happens every day. That's why I'm on here to make sure that you look at a Carfax, look at an auto check. Uh, your insurance company can do it. Give your VIN number to the insurance company and tell them, say, hey, uh, I'm buying this car. Can you tell me if it's been in an accident or if an insurance company's owned it or if it's been in salvage? A lot of your insurance companies can do that. But here we go again. The insurance companies, they just won't say your policy, smile at you, tell you you love me, give me the money, and do nothing. These insurance agents should be helping their customer and protecting their customer and protecting their product that they're financing. I mean, they're insurance. We got quoted at an insurance company, and they didn't tell us the car was um, salvage title. Well, they, they don't look. They're lazy. They're lazy. They don't. They could. They should. If I was an insurance agency, I would protect my customer. I would care more about them. You know, I'm, most of these guys just want to collect the money. You're going to buy insurance from them. So it depends on if you protect them with that car, you could have found a car that didn't have a salvage title, and, and you would have been better off. And they would be better off. But, oh, no, they're lazy. They don't want to do the work. They don't want to help you when you're in an accident. And and that's what it should be. And you shouldn't buy a car that you don't look at a Carfax. You know, years ago we didn't have it. And then it came on, and a lot of people don't like it because 60% of the cars that are driving on the street today have been in an accident. If we took those off, we wouldn't have any cars. But a light accident doesn't hurt. But a bad accident hurts, and the light accident makes the car worth less. You shouldn't pay full pop value if it's been an accident. And it's still a good car, some of them. Evidently, this car's not. And Nissans can't take a big hit. I'm sorry. They're not, they're not the quality they used to be years ago. And Nissan can't take a big hit. So if it's been in a big accident, you're going to see problems the rest of its life and the rest of the time you have it. But I'd sure go back on the dealer and say, all right, now we got a problem here. You need to settle it. I need my money back or I'm going to authorities. I'm going to a lawyer. I'm going to the state, you know, and, and let them know what's going on. And they're not going to – the problem with the state is there's not enough investigators out there to investigate dealers. And I've seen so many violations, and the state don't do nothing about it. 
You know, they talk about a good game. They want to protect the consumer, but they don't. They want all this stuff, and that's why lots of times we've got lawyers that don't understand it. The problem with it is you've got to find a lawyer that will work at a small value. They all want that big million-dollar million deal. They don't want the small deals, but this could be a deal where they could get their fees and you could get your money back or more. I'd, I'd want my time and effort and taxes, tax money that you spent. I'd want it all back, any payments, any money I spent. You you need to get the correction in there, and you know there's no what man makes breaks. There's no perfect cars out there. There's really no perfect cars. What man makes breaks, and you've got to expect if you're buying a used car at a cheap price. Now you pay full value on it. A lot of guys will use the book. Oh, look at the book. This is the book on it. Well, at one time, cars were way cheaper in book, but a nice low mileage, not been in an accident car is bringing over book. And so you've got to understand the market. That's why you need to call me on my mobile, 830-708-4789, because you've got to understand uh, what what you're spending on a vehicle. Get the money's worth of what you're spending. If you're spending $3,000, don't expect much. You're spending $5,000, don't expect much. You're spending $20,000, expect a good vehicle. And that's the key. The total price in this car set is twenty four thousand. Oh my goodness! That wasn't worth that if it if it. Uh, you can buy. I can buy eighteen. What kind of car is it? It's a two thousand sixteen. What Nissan Sentra? Nissan Sentra, sir. Well, and, plain, plain, and it's twenty four thousand. And as you know, walking through the auction, those cars are nine ten thousand dollars. So they charge fourteen thousand too much. Let me ask you, sir. I, I was telling the College of Duty, you are teaching me or teaching us that they supposed to have the same paper that the dealer has. They should have, have supposed to have copy of everything. Yes. And he don't want to provide the whole stack. Well, if you can't get all the copies, don't buy it. Walk. You got to have all the paperwork and keep it. That's what I keep telling listeners. Keep that paperwork because what they'll do is they'll try to sign something or put something on the bill to say after you leave you want the carbon copy and let them have the original and you keep the carbon copy so they can't add something on it later what they'll do is they'll put another piece of paper above it and write on their salvage title but that car you can prove by market it's not worth that you can prove what they're bringing at the auction what you can buy those cars for and and it's overcharged and they're probably charging them 20 uh, probably can't charge 26% on the 16 they're probably charging somewhere around 18 19% interest and think about that they overcharge 14 Thousand on the car, twenty-two. I'm not sure that's legal on a sixteen. I'd have to look and and research no, no, they it. They said first was twenty-four, but they went to twenty-two. Well, it's yeah, but you're regulated by the state on the year how much you can charge on the interest, and and some of these dealers don't know that. Last biggest problem is dealers don't know the laws and don't care, and they don't research, and they don't go to school, and they don't get on the internet and find out what the laws are. And I think the, on a 16, you can't charge 22%. And they'll lie to you, oh, I'm going to charge you 24, but I'll charge you 22. 22% is a lot of money, especially on 14,000 profit. And if it's got a salvage title, they gave five or 6,000 for that car at the max. Yes, sir. This is things that's going on everywhere. And it's because dealers, people are getting the business. You can get in the business too too easy, too quick. I've tried to tell the state we need to license every salesman, every buyer, everybody, get them to buy a license, get a small bond, and make them go to education, get a four-hours education every year. But the state don't want to regulate them. They don't want to police them. They don't want to make things better. They just want to talk the talk, but not their actions are terrible. <laughs> So, Mr. Just, could you tell him they they can can I go reach you online? How they can reach you? They can they can email me on learn to buy and sell cars dot com, or they can give me a call eight three zero seven zero eight four seven eight nine. And if there's a lawyer happen to be listening and interested, can give me a call. That there's I get customers every day in this same situation. And these dealers are taking advantage of them. I had a good friend of mine buy a, a rollback truck, and uh, he called me about it. But he didn't tell me it was a gas. 
and he didn't tell me the motor was bad. And he, him and another guy were going to get in the repo business with this rollback truck. And so he told me we're paying 18000 for this truck. And I said, the rollback, is it running everything? Oh, yeah, everything does right. Well, come to find out the motor was bad. They had to put a motor in it. And then the, the, they never got the title. It was never got transferred. And then finally they get the title about eight, nine months later, and it's totaled out. I mean, it, you can't do anything with it, and it was a bad situation for the people. And so, Can I reach you on Facebook? Facebook? Uh, yeah, you can, you can Facebook me. It's Facebook, Randy Adams. And uh, you. you ask me about questions or, or whatever. But, uh, no, there's so much of this going on, and so many people and so many dealers buying cars with bad Carfax, our salvage titles, and then they sell them. Like they're great cars for full full value, and so if you go out and you shop price, you can buy that new Nissan for somewhere a brand new one for seventeen grand, and that unit's worth nine or ten grand. If it hadn't been an accident, now it's worth five or six grand. So that that's what we see every day, and and this business is getting worse, not better. And we've got so many people jumping into business, and they're struggling, and the overhead keeps coming every day, and they find a way to cheat and lie, and so they look for a way to make more money. And that unit, I guarantee you, that that dealer didn't have more than five or six thousand dollars in it, Carlos. Any other questions, Carlos? Uh, sir, no, no, you know they are listening. Let me ask you something. They never signed nothing of that paper we're talking about right now, bro. Uh, you know, they, they don't know what to do. They go to value later. And well, they, they need to go. They need, first off, they need to go back to the dealer. Tell them what they've got and tell them they need all their money back. That's the okay. first thing. Try that. But they need to make notation of that, document that. You know, what time they were there, who they talked to. They might even tape it, you know, with their phone, record it. But go back and say, hey, here's the deal. You sold me this car. Is, you know, it's got a lot of problems. I want all my money back or I'm going to go get a lawyer. And they, they need to present that first, the quickest, easiest way. Then if that don't work, talk to the lawyer. Okay, Mr. No, no, sir, we are talking over here. Listen. Thank you, sir. Thank no, you. Really. You bet. I'm glad. I hope I can help, and I hope I enlighten you. you do. Hey, with 4000 down, you can buy a good car. I guarantee you might try a new car dealer. Yeah, because they're they're taking they'll, yeah, and especially if you if you're a nurse, uh, a teacher, uh, there's a lot of even if you got bad credit, you can buy a new car. I had a friend of mine's a teacher. Her credit was terrible. She bought a brand new thirty thousand dollar car, you know, and she needs it. She's got a family. She needs to support them. She needs to get around, and and it happens. But they're looking for good people. In finance, they, you can get a new car in a lot of situations, but shop price. Know what the price is. Don't let them sell you on payments, but get your get your finance. I tell you what, go to these people. Carlos needs to go to Light L I G H T Stream S T R E A M dot com. Lightstream dot com. If your credit's weak, go to Lightstream and see what they'll do. They're financing people with with credits. It's not good. But you can get along with them. You know where you stand. Then shop price real good. Shop car. Study it. Do your homework. Understand what the market is. Look around. See what the cars are selling for. But not at buy here, pay here places. At new car dealers. What are they selling that car for? We really appreciate Thank you. You know, they're getting your email. They're getting everything. And they are very They just moved to San Antonio. I meet him. This is my neighbor's. And, you know, she's got to have her baby in a couple of weeks. Yeah, they That's need the help. Good. I'm hoping that uh, maybe we can enlighten them in the direction they can go. And go to lightstream.com and see about getting a loan, uh, taking that $4,000, and then going to a new car dealer. They could bought a new Nissan, I guarantee you, for fifteen, sixteen thousand $16,000. Get them a new and got a new, you know, something new and uh, with that much down. Yeah. And uh, Lightstream will finance them. Toyota will finance you. Nissan will finance you. Uh, I wouldn't buy Mitsubishi. Most Mitsubishi dealers around are too tough. I would not buy one of those. But I'd sure look at a new Toyota, new Honda, um, you know, what they're looking at and what they're trying to buy. And if not, I would try um, checking and see that 
the rent car places have a lot of Nissans and they're low miles, and I don't think they sell them for much more than about ten or eleven thousand dollars. In the beginning, they give in a Camaro 2012. As soon as they leave the place, broke down, and later they put him in this one, supposed to be the best car of the place. And the car later on like this, and I tell the guys, you know, guys, let's go to start investigating, and that's why we bother you, Mr. Randy. Well, thank you. This this is what I'm I'm here for. This is I'm trying to educate people, trying to get them to understand what's going on and what you can walk into. You can walk into a bear trap, and I'm telling you, you you're locked up, and they'll eat you up. And but you've got to understand what's going on in the business. You got to do your homework before. Too many people jump up and they go to the first dealer and oh, they want to finance me with four thousand down. There's a thousand dealers in this town that'll finance those people. Uh, th- hey, your down payment is your credit, and if they'll go to Lightstream.com or Capital One, they can s- get a loan and they can get better interest rate. Just to give you an example, just to give you an example, the people with bad credit, one of them the other day, everybody, they couldn't get financed nowhere. They go to another place, they want 26% interest. They get Lightstream to finance them for 11%. That's half, less than half of the interest rate. People don't realize how much they're paying in interest on it, and Lightstream cut these people, de- and they're bad credit. So you've got to get out and research and do your homework. Thank you, Carlos. I appreciate it. You know, thank you, sir. Thank you. God bless you, because you're out trying to help people, educate people. And Carlos is a great guy. Um He's he's wanting to be a mentor to people. He's wanting to help them. And the people in need need help. I mean, these people are struggling. And here they are about to have a baby, and they got hammered at their car, and they're having problems with it. And it's not good. You know, and uh, you've, got to, you've got to make the right decisions. God bless you, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Tune in to all my radio stations. Go to learn to buy and sell dot com. I'm sorry, learn to buy and sell cars dot com. Make sure you know when I'm on. Uh, go to Facebook, Randy Adams. Go to learn to buy and sell cars dot com. Give us feedback. Give me feedback on on Facebook, Randy Adams. And I'm going to take this show and put it on learn to buy and sell cars dot com. And also, this show's going to play again on Freedom 1160 AM Radio at 1 p.m. God bless you. Forgive everybody. 99% of addictions are tied to unforgiveness to mother, father, or spouse. God bless you, San Antonio. Forgive everybody. Love everybody. Quit hating everybody, Democrats. You're, you're, you're hating too much, and they're getting in your mind. God bless you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.